0: you been feeling good? No.
1: No, I ain't been feeling a bit.
0: But I think you for off the end of the world, yeah. No joke right there. I'm so serious. Why so serious? A little joke. Just let her know when you want to be serious. And when you want to be serious, I'm going to play around. And when you want to play around, I'm going to be serious. And if we want to play around right and be serious at the same time, I'm just going to walk off and be serious and playing around while I'm being serious. Because I'm just playing around, because I'm never serious. Yo, 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 what's good, everybody? My name is Busy Bad Boy. Welcome to the Get to Know Me podcast. Today is Saturday, August 22nd. And go ahead and, you know, roll one. If you don't smoke, pull you up a little something. If it's too early for all that and you don't get down like that, go ahead and grab you some coffee, some hot tea. You know, hopefully you've meditated and done your due before uh, listening to this because sometimes I'm a little ratchet. You know, so you need to go ahead and clean your spirit before you listen. Clean your spirits. But uh, (laughs) uh, thank you all for joining me today. It's one um, one of my days where I'm airing the day of and recording the day of, which is very rare. I think some of these days I have like my best ones whenever I'm doing it, just the day of. Most of the time my uh, episodes are pre-recorded, probably recorded by, you know, Wednesday or Thursday before I air. So today the interview was uh, recorded, pre-recorded, but, um, you know, my uh, intro, I guess, is nice. So we should see. We should see how interesting today shall be. Um, I have a guest today. My girl Gabby, a.k.a. 7 Octobers of Spooky Gang. She's a native of San Diego. You know, just incredible artists. Incredible artists, multi-talented, genuine, humble. Uh, We got so much in common. We went through all our, you know, like, similarities, and we were, like, blown away. We got a lot of things in common. We both were born in 89, so we're both 31 years old. You know, we both lost our grandmothers, and we both were very close with our grandmothers. Um, So many different things that we discovered. Halloween, uh, well, not Halloween, but I would say horror fans. I love horror movies, and she's, like, all over that. She does reviews and stuff on that. So I love to watch her Instagram and see what she's going to post next. Uh, She does the platform collection. She got a podcast. All kind of different things, man. So it just reminds me of myself, you know. I call myself the jack of all trades. So I feel like, uh, you know, when I meet people that are doing a little bit of everything, I'm like, man, you are me. I'm you. Like, we're each other. It's cool to meet people that's, you know, super multi-talented. So I'm very excited for y'all to hear this interview. She dropped an EP this year uh, in June. And then uh, she was also the person that kind of recommended me to do the CDs and gave me the, uh, you know, the information on where I could go ahead and get my CDs done at. So, shout out to her for all that she does and all that she's done for other artists and, you know, all the work she's done for herself. Shout out to people like that. But, um, it's been really cool the past week, y'all. Like, I've been doing a couple of things. Um, I did the Just Two Black Brothers interview where, um, we just went on a podcast. We was live on YouTube, Twitch, all kind of different things. And, they just asked me different questions, getting to know me and how I feel about the battle that's coming up this Sunday. I think this is the first round and it's a good amount of females are part of it. Uh, Yazzie is a part of it, which it, I interviewed before and seven Octobers and Yazi are a part of spooky gang. So that's like family. I always, you know, got love for spooky gang. They've never done me wrong. They've always been nice and, you know, treated me well. So shout out to them, man. Um, You know, just good people doing good business. I like it. I I asked God for this, so it feels good to be in contact with Poe Politic and DJ Period. And, you know, the different people that I'm meeting, it's good energy. You know, even though we in the house right now, we can't really get crazy with, you know, being artistic how we normally would. We're doing what we can via Internet, you know, virtually. And, uh, I mean, that's what it's all about. You got to get with the times, Couple of people still behind. You got to get with the times, man. It's a new day and age. So, um, shout out to those guys for having me a part of it. Shout out to Elfenel for recommending me and saying, "Hey, you should do this female rap battle." If he hadn't said that, I probably would have never even, you know, did it or heard of it because oftentimes I hear about stuff way late. I don't be knowing what's going on. So, you know, shout out to everybody showing love. The EP is still doing great. You know, I got a lot of people still hitting me up and, you know, talking to me about what's their favorite songs and different things like that. Uh, my little cousin discovered my, my music on the Internet, and I posted the video of her on Instagram. It's cute. It's fun, you know, like really doing this and really having the support and all of the fun with it, you know, regardless of me not really being able to push it the way that I wanted to and the way that I dreamed in my head especially with COVID and all of this stuff that's going on. Can't really get out here the way I wanted to, but I still am very appreciative for being able to experience it because, you know, I've been doing music a long time, but this is my first time actually putting together an official project where, you know, I spend money on every little piece of getting it done and it's no half stepping, you know, the producers, the graphics, the beats, uh, you know, just the production of it, just printing it and, promoting it. I've never done anything like this. You know, I've done things similar, but nothing like this and putting it on all the major platforms and um you know, just getting the streams up and pre-orders and all that shit. It was fun. That's what I that's what I live for. I live for that experience. So to finally 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 do it and I gave that to myself. Nobody gave it to me, you know what I'm saying? I gave that that drive to myself and I decided you're going to do this, you know, by the grace of God, it got done. And I feel like everything happens for a reason. So, you know, maybe it's meant for me to not be able to really go ham right now and put it out there like how I want. But I don't think that that's saying that uh, it won't do well. I feel like it'll still do well even without me going out here and touching the streets. And I feel like it doesn't mean that, you know, future projects won't be, you know, an opportunity because this was a great experience to put out something during a pandemic in the manner that I put it out without any employment, any support. So, you know, I do groundbreaking shit, man. (laughs) So I feel like when you do groundbreaking shit, it's hard to keep you down no matter how many lemons life throw at me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just taking them bitches. Like I said in the previous episode, sometimes it's too many lemons to make fucking lemonade. Sometimes you just got to take that damn shit and let it knock you the fuck out. <laughs> just take the lemon to the face, a couple of them, and just let that shit knock you out of sleep. Hopefully you wake up with a plan because you just got knocked the fuck out by a couple of lemons. So <laughs> you need a plan, you know what I'm saying? We 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 have to sometimes take these L's because it, it gives us the plan. It gives us the drive. It gives us the incentive that we need to get it done. Me, I feel like I thrive off people doubting me off, uh, things being extremely difficult. You know, I mean, look at me, I'm living in California totally alone. My life would be so much easier if I was closer to my family, but for some reason, little old Casey got to make it difficult. That's my middle name is difficult. I swear, but I don't regret being who I am. I'm very appreciative at, you know, who I am and how I've developed into, you know, Casey, busy, bad boy, uh, I just go hard, make no excuses. It is difficult. Everybody think I got everything figured out. It's still difficult for me. I battle with, you know, being positive every single time. But I do my best, you know what I'm saying, to get it done and to be a great person and treat people with respect and try not to harm nobody on my way to the top because, you know, it's a grimy game out here. You lose a lot of friends out here. Whenever you really start learning who you are, uh, you start to see that certain people are not really for you. When you're, when you're not really sure of who you are, you're a little gullible and everybody is invited in. And then things start happening to you, people start betraying you, things start happening horribly, and then you start to put that wall up, and now you don't want to really fool with anybody. So I guess that's why they say it's lonely at the top, because in all actuality, things get grimy. The more and more you get, the more and more people want the grimier it's gonna get so I try to be a one-woman crew and I try to just do things the right way and it's easy to do things the right way because you have to think of yourself in that light like would I want somebody to do me this way no so I'm focusing on just you know being a better person for myself because you know losing so many so-called friends or people that were once along this journey it's a little sad, and it makes you feel like, man, am I a good person, you know? I know I'm a great person, and I know I'm a great friend, so I can't question myself. I have to just, you know, keep it moving and and believe that if it's real, then it'll always be real, and if it's not, it's not. But, you know, some people just don't have the same things going on in their head as you. So if you keep certain people around, it'll slow you down, and it's not a bad thing to still be friends, but kind of separate business and personal, you know, so I've been learning how to do that, and how to communicate a lot better to the point where, like, everything's understood, because sometimes, as long as I understand it, I'm done, <laughs> I don't explain anything to other people, I'll just be done with it, so, you know, because I feel like, uh, well, you you understand, so you don't need to tell nobody, you're good. You don't need to tell nobody why you're not talking to them, why you don't want to be their friend. You're good. You understand why. So forget them. They don't need They don't need that. You don't owe them that. So I'll just disappear. <laughs> it's not always good because people need closure. And some people just cannot deal with that. And they go crazy. Why are you not talking to me? Oh, my God. So it's not cool. You don't want to have somebody just out here freaked out, losing their mind, trying to figure out, am I not a good friend? So, you know. I'm working on that cuz I've left a lot of people out here just curious they probably beating themselves up trying to figure out is it me? Was it me? What did I do? So yeah, I I'm I'm working on it guys and I feel like it's getting better um but yeah, you know, it's just lonely. It's lonely at the top, man. And even if I was surrounded by people, I still feel like I'm in this zone, this area of mind and time and everything by myself. Um just people don't be seeing things the same way that I see things. And I I'm just way too genuine sometimes. So sometimes I just lock myself up in the corner. I don't feel like that's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like it's good. At first I used to brag about it, you know, but I don't think it's good. I don't, I think it's messing up my people skills. So that's why I'm glad that I, I still have this podcast. Cause I get to meet people <laughs> through this podcast. I ain't meeting nobody in person. The people I'm meeting in person It ain't happening, okay? Things are not happening. So maybe virtually is not so bad, you know? Maybe us using these communication devices to meet people and have conversations is not so damn bad. I don't know. But all I know is I'm starting to figure out that, you know, the lonely at the top thing has a lot to do with your journey and your response to the journey, and if you've come across a lot of bad people, then it's gonna be lonely at the top for sure. Because <laughs> your journey taught you that that you can't trust nobody, that you can't have nobody around, that you can't deal with too many people at once, cause you can't watch them all. Like that's the the, the mindset I've discovered that I have for some reason, and it, I know why. You know, I've told y'all several stories about things I've gone through, but it just sucks. You know, it just sucks, because I don't want to be that person. I want to be the same bubbly Casey that I used to be years and years ago. but I don't want to be gullible, you know, of course, I want to still have that sharp keen, you know, like, "Uh-uh, you're not for me. But I, I just don't want to be so hardcore on people to the point where like nobody can come in. No, it's shut down. The organization is shut down. So don't be like Balboa, you know, that's all I'm saying. You Don't be too, I don't know, maybe it's a good thing. I don't know, we haven't figured it out yet. So far, it's been very, very lonely. I don't know if that's a good thing. So if you are out there and you're listening and you've gone through a lot of shit with people, hey, I'm gonna just let you know, like, if you allow yourself to get to this point where I'm at, just be prepared for the shit to be fucking lonely. I'm talking about stone cold lonely. If you can handle that, then welcome to busy bad boy land. I ain't complaining though. I love my life and I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything with the people that are no longer around. It's just, you know, I'm pointing out a fact that it's lonely and no matter who you are, I don't think anybody really wants to be that lonely. I think that Everybody want to be loved in some form or fashion, whether you want to be loved for the good you do or the bad you do or whatever. But I feel like everybody want to be loved. I don't want to be loved. I don't want to be loved. I just want to. I forgot about that song. But I'm going to get into the interview before I get too crazy, because I know that sometimes I go long winded. It'll be 40 minutes. I'm talking like crazy. And y'all still ain't heard the goddamn old interview. Like, I came here for the interview. So, we're gonna get into the interview. And then I'll kind of double back. But, ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you my girl Gabby. Seven Octobers. Rap artist, poet, uh, whatever you want to call her. Journalist. She's a lot in one. The big package, Okay. Uh, We got a couple of songs for her that's available on all major platforms. Um, I'm going to plug them in. No commercial will be on this episode because I want to plug her songs in. And they won't let me do both. They won't let me collect the ad and do the iTunes promotion. So we got to choose in this business. We have to make choices. But that's fine because I'm all about choices. Before I get in the interview... I'm going to play uh, one of her tracks because I like I like that uh, Abuelita. that been stuck in my head ever since uh, like the day of the interview because she broke it down for me. I think I want to play that one. And then I'll come back and uh, get into the good stuff. But we're going to get into her song. And right after that, we're going to go straight into the interview. And after that, I'll follow up with y'all. So. Bear with me real quick. We're going to get it all started in the meantime, in between time. Hopefully, y'all are, you know, pretty much done with that blunt that you had and you're rolling up another one. (laughs) All right. All right. Sounds good. Very good. Tabitha Brown voice. Very good. (laughs) All right. Let's get into it. Abuelita. I hope I'm saying it right. By my girl, Gabby, aka 7Octobers. Make sure y'all look for her on all major platforms. Do not play Lego.
1: what's up yeah here we go
0: (laughs) hey thank you for joining me
1: no thank you I really appreciate
0: it (laughs) you know i've been waiting to do this i've been uh listening to it so i've been trying to i wanted to do my own little interpretation of your album your ep but then i was like okay i'm just gonna surrender and go listen to the videos where she breaks it down (laughs) yeah yeah i was kind of on point yeah. You know, I, I got a little Spanglish flow. Yeah. <laughs> so first of all, first of all, everybody, I got seven Octobers here with me. So thank you so much for joining me. Thank um, you. I want to pop it off with you kind of telling us where you're from and uh, the meaning behind your name.
1: Sure. So um, thank you, everybody. And thank you, Busy, for having me on. So, yeah, I go by seven Octobers. Like, uh, my name's Gabby, though, uh, for those. Mm-hmm. That, so um, originally born and raised in san diego um california so been here all my life um my parents are mexican so that's where like my spanish flow comes from uh, okay and then so the album or ep should i say um, god of my destiny uh pretty much like the concept of it was like i wanted to do something that kind of um introduced people to myself so the way i express myself is through my music i'm not like the the most emotional person so for those that know me it's not that i'm cold or anything but i'm just like more uh expressive with music so this album if you listen to it from top to bottom it's like my growth uh like self-love self-worth mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. positive thinking all that stuff and how i came from where I, so i kind of wanted to make it like a story so like the first poem limitless mind um because i mix it with spoken word um I wanted to start off like how I kind of felt like in that negative spot and then at the end how I kind of blossomed into who I am. And then uh, so you'll kind of see that throughout the album and or the EP. And then as far as my name, Seven Octobers, um, it has like a double meaning. So the simple meaning is seven, my favorite number, um, October, my favorite month because I'm a horror and Halloween fan. Uh, mm-hmm. But the second meaning, which is ironic, which I would never have thought that that would, uh, would have been a, like a impactful day in my life, uh, was the day that my grandma passed away, October 7th, 2014. So it's been, what, six years. Um, wow. So kinda, I wanted to pay homage to her because um, she's the reason why I love like movies, specifically horror movies, because we'd watch them together, even though she was super Catholic, <laughs> we would still watch them together. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> cool to have that in common, though. Yeah. Right. And then um, I would watch like even the Mexican films like Epoca de Oro, like Golden Era uh, with like Pedro Infante, Mar- Maria Felix, all the, all the greats. And then um, yeah. I fell in love with like music that way as well with like Pedro Fernandez, who was like a little child prodigy, like a mariachi guy. So um, uh-huh. kind of like a big, obviously uh, a, a big person that has impacted the way I, I who I am pretty much. And that's why I love your album, because it looks like your grandma was the same way in your life. Yeah,
0: I was saying that whenever I was just listening to your album and just listening to your breakdown, I was like, it is absolutely incredible how much we have in common. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, whenever I was listening to it, we both talk about our ancestors on our project. Uh, I know you mentioned, you know, your, your ancestors and your religion and me, I've been getting more into my religion and finding out, uh, you know, where exactly I'm from in my African tradition. So I've been, you know, honoring my ancestors and paying homage. And then we both, you know, lost our grandmothers and we were very close with our grandmothers and we both use music to promote positivity. (laughs) It's like so many things. This was both (laughs) of our first official project, even though I've been doing music For years and years, I've never released a project on all major platforms in this manner. So that was like another thing. And then we're both 31.
1: Oh, yeah, that's crazy.
0: (laughs) We were both both born in 89. and I was like writing down all the similarities. I was like, this is crazy.
1: <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Now that you put it that way, it is, like that's why I think I resonated a lot. Like your album's probably one of my favorites to come out this year, because you're right, we do have a lot of like similarities, like obviously different cultures, um right, different ancestors, but it's still like the same story, you know?
0: Right. It's deep. And thank you so much for that. I really enjoyed your project too. Like I listened thank to it you. multiple times because one thing I want to compliment you on, because you know. I don't know if people really uh, like me, I try to break down music and really like absorb it to the fullest. And I was like, I don't think there's anybody in the world that is doing spoken word, rap and Spanglish together in a positive fashion, the way that you're doing it. Like, I bet you're probably the only person in this world doing that, which makes you absolutely phenomenal. Because, I mean, if you you really listen to the way you're doing it, it's like spoken word and rap and it's Spanish and it's English and it's
1: positive. (laughs) Who is doing You know what I mean? Like, ah. Yeah, that's that's what somebody told me. Somebody told me the same thing. And I was like, because I had been wanting to do that. Because, like, first most, like, I never really call myself a rapper. If I were to call myself anything, it would be, like, more of a lyricist or, like, poet. Right. Right? And then, um, so I had been wanting to do something to mix it, to kind of make it different than any other projects, like you said. And then um, Rhapsody came up with hers, like, I think last year, Eve. And she has uh-huh. word, but the only thing is she's not doing the spoken words. So I was like, okay, I can still do it. They're going to yeah. kind of copy, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's different. Like,
0: you know, I, it's things out there that are similar, maybe, but I've never heard anything like this. So I was yeah. smiling throughout the whole <laughs> thing because it's kind of, it's like, it reminded me of myself because it's like, as you gradually get into the project, it's like, you start getting into some boss talk. You start talking real bossy. And I'm like, yeah. that's <laughs> me right there. I got excited, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, when did you begin like writing poetry or spoken word? When did you really like get into a deep?
1: Uh, so I've been so pretty much is like since I was seven years old, that's kind of when like the the love for music came. So I was like, OK, like, uh, if you uh, research Pedro Fernandez, he's like a little like child prodigy. But now he's like in his I think maybe 50s now. Um, OK, so he would like sing in film and then he sang obviously outside of film. But um, he would be like in his films, he would be singing like to little girls and shit like that. And then I was like a little kid. So, you know, when you're a little kid, you think, oh, you're the shit. You're like you're, your favorite singer. So I would uh-huh. like, my own songs thinking I was him like during during recess. So I started making up my little songs there, but I never really thought anything of it. So like I was like, I want to say like 13 or 14. I wrote like my first kind of poem because I think I got mad with my twin sister I have like a fraternal twin sister so I got pissed off at her and uh, (laughs) that kind of like uh, made me want to write something and I've never done anything like that I'm like oh shit like maybe I'm onto something and then from there the way I would express myself was through through writing um, and then I would do it like for for for, like class projects and stuff like that and then um, even throughout college and then finally like um, in 2018 I got like the I guess the um, the the balls to go up in front of people and like read my shit. because my sister had been telling me like, one of my friends started going to black expression. So shout out to them. Uh, it was at Logan Heights
0: uh-huh.
1: We're like, you should go do it. They're really supportive. So, yeah, I read my first poem and I kind of got addicted to it. I went out there a couple of times and then, uh, yeah, that's how that's how it all started.
0: That's bomb. And I feel like some of the best work comes out whenever people piss you off, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I mean, some of my favorite songs that I've written came because somebody just pissed me off. <laughs> it's so true. What inspires you or who inspires you?
1: Um, so obviously like my my grandma. So you always see her like get name dropped or something like throughout any, any project okay. that I have. And then obviously my, my life is a big thing. Um, i'm like a horror fan so even not even a horror but even just movies in general so you'll catch like um horror references so i i actually um played the album or actually i gave the link to one of my coworkers who was a horror fan like me and he actually mm-hmm. it was kind of cool that like you said like i love people that listen to the lyrics um so he was like hey i caught this line like um something you said something about um Halloween and uh, and Jamie or something. And I was like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a ref- like you know, like or oh, Laurie. Lori's <laughs> road, you know, like G O M D. I mentioned Lori, and I'm like, yeah, like um, my past haunt me, like Laurie or something like that. And then he's like, oh, I caught that. I was like, yeah. And then like little little like um, you know breadcrumbs that I drop here and there because I'm like a movie fan. And then yeah, uh, that's funny. They
0: that should mention that G O M D is my favorite track on there because. I don't know. I just like how boss talk, you talking, um, I like the, you know, the breakdown with guys of our own faith and, you know, the powerful mindset and I can, you know, resonate to you saying that, you know, at one point your self-esteem was low. So this is like, you know, you, this isn't just something that you just woke up being, you grew into, you know, that self-love and all, man, I can resonate with that a big time. So that's my favorite track on there if you wonder <laughs>
1: yeah thank you yeah that, that's why i wanted to end it with that one because i feel like 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 yeah, i said yeah. it's a journey of like myself growth. so at the end i'm like you said i'm like that i'm on my <laughs> that one and then mm-hmm. de las Cineblas, which to me that's my favorite it's the spanglish one towards the like second okay. to last track and we'll that's also like that. talking my shit talking my shit in spanish
0: <laughs> why so why is that one your favorite i was gonna ask you that which one is your favorite and why
1: So yeah, so it's uh, La Diosa de las Tinieblas, which stands for um, I think Goddess of Darkness, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Okay. So it's I just that one. If you notice, that's the only track that doesn't have a hook, um, because it was more like a I guess like a freestyle. Like when I wrote it, I was like I don't want it Mm -hmm. to have a hook. I just kind of want to go off. And then I'm just pretty much talking about um, pretty much on my boss shit type of thing, like bragging shit about my ancestors, where I come from, that I'm like a powerful Mexican woman. And then I have like pretty, pretty dope lines there. I feel like it's left on, but I was like, whatever, it is what it is. But there's a line where it's in Spanish. And I say, um, not not even Judas can deny me type of shit. Like, you know, it's like, I think that's a hard ass line, but it might be, you know? I like music where it's like you got to know a little bit of something to really
0: know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Exactly. You got Exactly. About something <laughs> you can't just be exactly. listening to, for the beat. You got to know what I'm, the lyrics. You know?
1: Yeah. So you'll 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 notice like religion too, just because I was brought up yeah. Catholic. I'm not super religious anymore. I'm more like spiritual. So I'm not uh-huh. like like a believer like in that that a God's gonna save me. But I do believe like in a higher power type of thing, uh-huh. like the universe. So you'll see like references too from like religion and shit like that.
0: Man, I love it. I love the way that you put this together, because just like my project, it's well thought out. It's not slammed together. Like everything makes sense. You, you know, you did it in a perfect fashion. So I love it, man.
1: Thank uh, you.
0: I, I have a question that I always ask people whenever it comes to music. Would you say you like if it was down to two things, would you do it for the pesos or would you do it because you have passion
1: I would always do it for passion. I think it's like a no-brainer at least for me. Yeah, because right, because if you're doing it for the money, then it's not genuine. At least in my opinion.
0: Boom! Exactly.
1: You never. You'd be surprised. Some people have said
0: pesos, and I'm like, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love passion people because I feel like whenever you're passionate about it, you care about it more, so you're gonna give it, you know, your all and it's gonna exactly. last longer because you're not doing it for any reward like with my exactly. music I just do it because I do it like you know even if I'm like 80 years old if I got a microphone I'm still be doing some music somewhere y'all ain't got to yeah. hear it I'll probably play. yeah it- and
1: a lot of people um yeah to touch on that I agree with that with the whole passion because I was just reading um Russ's book uh, that he has it's all in your head and he talks about how if you're doing like getting into the music industry just for the money at the end, once you get the money, that, does, that doesn't mean it's going to make you happy. You might even mm-hmm. still be, you know, unhappy.
0: Yeah. And I've seen that plenty of times with, you know, different artists or different celebrities who said similar things, you know, J. Cole, different people. Mm-hmm. Like, that. so it's like, you really got to have a bigger reason to be, you know, bigger drive than the, <laughs> the little money, you know, cause that comes and goes, you got money mm-hmm. now. I like yeah. the light as well. I like how smooth it is. Ooh, it's so sexy. I don't know if it's supposed <laughs> to be but It's so smooth. Your music is very inspirational. The strings, you. you know, the, it's just very positive music. I like that. Like, I don't know. I love being different. I love not fitting in. So whenever I listen yeah. to it, I was like, mm, dope. I love it. Because I, I, I like shit that's rare, man. I like rareness. here like everything else it would have been like okay it's cool but yeah you know but this shit right here i had to listen to it i'm like man i need a translator (laughs) (laughs) uh what else the the third eye track uh that definitely was spoken word right there that was that was boss talk yeah like on that one you was um it's like you really was seeing who you really are something like that like You're calling out who you see as yourself, not what the world or what the outside sees. You were just naming who you are.
1: Yeah. And that was one of my first, actually, that was the first um, uh, poem I read at Black Expression. So that's why I needed to add it on there. Yeah,
0: I think I did see the video now that you mentioned it. I remember seeing the video of you on stage. I think you posted it. Yeah, I did. Is it easy to write songs in both languages or is that like difficult? What would you say so
1: it's weird because like i i've always written it's funny because it's weird because i never written in um in spanish all of a sudden like something it was like oh i should start like mixing it um because i've written like poems and all in spanish but i never like um went back and forth and mm-hmm. then so the way i explain it, it's kind of like um like working in customer service especially because i do that for that's my nine to five so okay. like having to switch from like spanish to english when you get like a spanish speaker you know oh. so that's kind of like the way my brain is wired i guess i'm i'm so used to it now that like it's kind of like it down okay right just, it just fl- it's like a switch it's, so uh, now i've been doing that and I, actually a lot of people say like you should spit more in spanish because it sounds more like passionate i'm like yeah and then so, someone said it's like probably because it is it your first language and i'm like yeah it is i'm like oh, okay that makes sense that's probably why it sounds like you're coming harder when you speak in Spanish, oh, okay. See, I yeah. wouldn't
0: notice that, but people who speak Spanish, you know, they, that's something that they're going to point out immediately because they, you know, they they know the language. But I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have never caught that. Yeah. Like, not like that, not in that manner. Like because when I'm listening yeah. to it, it's like flowing. But yeah. you know, that makes sense, especially if that's your first language. That makes yeah. sense. But it, you make it sound easy. I tell you that. That's why I had to ask.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: And then, you you know, the horror thing, I grew up on horror. So a lot of times I'm on your pages and I'm like, man, that's crazy because I just was talking about Michael Myers the other night and then you did a Michael Myers review and I was telling oh, my yeah. sister, like, <laughs> she was <laughs> laughing because we were talking about like all the different people. And I was like, it's only one guy and that's Mike. Like everybody else, they're cool, <laughs> you know, but Mike. I think this the I think it's it's plenty of times where he's freaked me the heck out. Mostly the older movies, but the one where uh Jamie and her son are running and they're trying to get in that door and he hit in the corner and they yeah, like get <laughs> over and she look up and he's in the the mirror and he twists his head. Oh my god, I think that's like
1: <laughs> Yeah. Dude, that shit, I remember watching that in theaters. I was like, oh, I shit, mean, like, they see each other again. Can
0: <laughs> I tell you that I had anxiety watching that? I remember I was in the theater as well. Like, oh, my
1: God.
0: Mike is, he's something else. Who's your favorite out of everybody?
1: My favorite, just because I think it was one of the first ones I watched, is is Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Just because, I don't know, like, he doesn't talk. He fucking just kills you, like, right away. And, like, he doesn't even have to run. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> I thought he was badass when I was a kid. <laughs> Man, yeah. We used to watch all of
0: this. Because I have a cousin that just, she just gets a thrill out of, like, scaring the crap out of you. So, so she funny. used to, I mean, anything that I know about horror movies is because of her. She used to scare the crap out of us. So I mean, whenever you do your movie reviews, sometimes it just brings up childhood memories like crazy. I just be laughing and laughing because it just reminds me of times where I, I've i been in the like living room crying because they playing and <laughs> they playing with the lights or they playing with something and they freaking me out. They played too much, man. I'm yeah. to I'll
1: well, have to bring you on then because I'm I'm trying to start uh bringing guests. So I, have I to bring love when did you start doing the uh Sedgwick Avenue? So okay, so the blog Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue, so uh-huh. Nightmare on Maron Elm Street, and then okay. Sedgwick Cedric for like hip hop, obviously where the where the first party it took place in New York. Uh-huh. So I kinda wanted to combine boy, both hip hop and horror. Like you said again, I wanted yeah. I want it to be stand out, be rare, like unique. So I was like, nobody's doing this. So I review right. movies and then um, hip hop, um, both underground and um, mainstream. So that started like in 2019, um, like the, in January 2019. And then I didn't really know anybody in the hip hop scene. I was kind of barely new. I started going like at the end of 2018 because um, black expression, you kind of meet the same people. And some of those people are in the hip hop um, San Diego scene. So I started kind of getting in, um, going to events just kind of like I created business cards like in March of 2019 and I was just passing them out. I think I met you at one of the shows and I gave you one too. Like, yeah. i was just kind of like grinding, trying to put my name out there. And then, you know, telling people that I'm like here to just support, you know, and then, um, they saw it was genuine. So that grew and then it grew into a podcast, which, um, season one is on all streaming kind of like yours. Um, it's just audio, but the second season, um, It'll kind of be the first one to announce it here. Um, it'll start like October um, of this year. I want to start it, and it's going to be actually video this time. So like boom, boom, boom,
0: boom. You heard it here first. Yeah. That's
1: my sound effect. <laughs> yeah. So that so be that's going to be dope. And then um, for wow. I I also became part of platform collection staff. Um, shout Ooh. out to like Ray, um, you know OG Hip Hop Eddie, and then Parker um, for getting me on there. So I'm um, staff. Me. Uh, and I've been doing, like, we've been do- all doing our individual shows, so that's where the movie reviews come from, Nightmare Cinema uh, with 7 okay. October show. Uh, and that's going to be getting an upgrade, too, where I'm bringing guests, and that's the one I was going to say if you wanted to be a part of, I'll, I'll hit you up on that, but that's going to be um, every, like, I think it's the first and third Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, of uh, of the month. I'm dropping them on IG, um, ITV for Platform Collection page, oh. and then um, on YouTube, I should be uploading them soon. Big
0: moves. I love it. Yeah. Yes, keep me informed. I love everything. See, that's what I'm talking about. Big moves. Yeah. Everybody yeah. don't know, but you, you're making those moves. Yeah. And then I think I'm pronouncing it right. Abuelita. That has something to do with your grandmother, right?
1: Correct. Yeah. So the whole song is that I'm
0: Yeah, is grandma. Finish. Yeah. Okay. I said, see, I'm smart. I know Spanish.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's like abuelita's like a kind of like granny, I guess, kind of like instead of like because grandma would be uh, Abuela, but Abuelita right. is kind of like a little like nickname, you know. So, um, so yes, yeah, so I wrote it for her. I think I want to say I wrote it. Yeah, it was last year. Um, so I had been sitting on that track. And like I said, I wanted this album to be kind of cohesive to not just kind of like you said, put everything like put random tracks together, it had to like flow. So that she's obviously a big part of me. So I was like, I need to put that track on there. And um, I wanted my sister, my younger sister, to be a part of it. My twin sister doesn't live here in the area. So it was kind of hard to get her on it. But um, I got my little sister at the end. That's her doing like a spoken word kind of Oh, that's dope.
0: I didn't know that. Okay.
1: Yeah. And then my friend, Jose, shout out to him, um, who's a dope singer. He's the one on the hook.
0: hook And I wrote the
1: hook and then he sang it for me. Because I was like, I can't sing it. Can you do it for me?
0: (laughs) I love it. And like I knew, I knew that name. I was like, because I stayed with a Salvadorian family for a while. And so I knew Abuela, but I was yeah. like, I never saw the Ita on there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what that mean? <laughs> okay. So I was trying to put two or two together. But yeah, I love that song. You know, it, I definitely could relate. Even though it was in Spanish, I knew, I felt the passion um, just I'll from have to the music. i bring it down
1: for you. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, I had to, I watched that video for sure. Because I wanted okay. to feel that. And then Floyd, I remember you said that remain, That means flower. Yes. I love the hook on this one. When I say that hook is good, I don't know who, like what happened with that hook, but that hook is amazing.
1: And everybody says they love that hook. It's like super catchy. Like my mom was, was singing it when I first recorded it.
0: <laughs> wow, that hook is beautiful. And then I I looked at the breakdown video and you said um, that it was like about you evolving. You went through a bad career and then you got a better job. And, you know, I was like, man, we got so much coming because I
1: definitely can understand
0: (laughs) I went through a bad career as well. I'm, I'm hoping to get, you know, a better job, but right now I'm trying to, I'm just kind of weighing my options, but the career thing, it almost feels like a relationship whenever you especially yeah, that's when you're true it's hard to let go even though you know it's bad and
1: yeah it's like a perfect analogy because that's how i felt like even when you leave it it's kind of like a heartbreak type of shit you know like yeah you were there for so long yeah <laughs> it's like you knew it
0: it's hard for me to let go of things especially when i'm comfortable so that's why I, I hate getting caught up into things that's not good for me because I'll I'll just stay in it and I know that it's not good and it, it's just not good. And it took me a while to get to that point of self-love and, you know, just so, you know, I just kind of, whoo, I I be very cautious now
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. with things like that. But yeah, that song right there was beautiful. You said you wrote the hook in five minutes.
1: Yeah, do that. It was weird because I don't know if you've ever had those times where you, you hear the beat and it kind of just speaks to you, like it, the mm-hmm. song itself. That's how it was with this one. Like I just started like kind of like freestyling a bit, and then was, that's how the hook came out.
0: Yeah, like I think on this one, it's really like it's one. It's like the one that hits you in the chest because you're speaking your truth. You know, you're talking about evolving from you know just being this person that you didn't you didn't really like being, and then now you know, on to different things, so that yeah. song right there, I like that one. That one was one. And then Thanks. Limitless Mind, um, I think on that one. Oh, yeah, that one, it's like, you're speaking your truth on that one. It's raw emotions on there. You sound, you know, it's basically you being vulnerable and transparent, like, it's nothing. Yeah. You're not hiding. <laughs> you're not hiding nothing. You're just giving us your all, like, music like that, I think people appreciate it more, because it's yeah. like, you know, they, they see that, oh, you have wounds too? Well, let me tell you about mine, you know. <laughs> it's like, exactly. okay. Because even though you're, we're, you know, kind of inspiring people and motivating them, you know, misery loves company. So whenever they do hear like, hey, <laughs> I was once depressed, it's like a relief in a sense. That's so, true. I mean, this music definitely is therapeutic because I went through, you know, the, the emotions listening to it because I resonated with it on so many different levels, even though it's, you know, Spanish, English, I still felt it because I, you know, I watched the breakdown, which is so good to do breakdown videos. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: More people need to, you know, get into that. That's why I did a few for my project because on the songs that I felt like really needed to be broken down. I was like, I need to do some breakdown videos because they're not going to get it. And I want them to get it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, same here. I know some artists try to be like all artsy and they're like, oh, they can interpret it the way they want. But I'm like, no, I kind of want for this one. At least I wanted to, like, give a breakdown of what I I, what it actually meant.
0: Yeah. You know, it's a very innocent project, you know, and it's versatile. So. I, I loved everything about it. And you represent Spooky Gang. Can you kind of tell us what Spooky Gang is? And, you know, when did you become a part of that?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, shout out to the Spooky Gang over spooky there. Gang. Uh, right? <laughs> spooky Gang. Right? Spooky. So for them, um, it's weird. So it started, um, it's already, I think, a year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the main, um, he doesn't like to be called the leader, but I still call him, like, he's like the boss because it's his logo. And shit. so shout out to Small know. <laughs> um dope grimy MC from san diego who just moved to arkansas but um he kind of his 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 logo that ghost and a lot of people kind of get like a misinterpretation like if it's horror or whatever but he is a horror fan like me but it's more like a collective so you don't necessarily need to love horror movies or be grimy uh all of us if you know like who's in the group it's like i think 16 of us i want to say um mm. everybody has their own like styles um of rapping even like their persona or even their, who they are as like, you know, people, uh, they're all dope uh, people, really skilled MCs, producers. So they kind of like put me in the, in the little uh, collective, which was cool. Cause I was like, at the time I was just blogging. I wasn't really making, I was obviously making music on the, like in the back end, but I wasn't putting it out like that. Um, and then they were really supportive. So they always like, we all support each other when we have projects. Uh, we try to like not step on anybody's toes. So we kind of like, kind of strategic of whose whose projects go we'll we'll let them do their little promo and then we'll promote them as well so it's kind of cool it's like a just like a, a collective i would consider it kind of like maybe like the um was it called like beast coast like uh joey badass uh-huh. with like flash for zombies and stuff like that kind of where it's like everybody's an individual um you know artist uh but we still come together and kind of support each other
0: yeah i love it um I, everything about it. I love how y'all move. I love how y'all support each other is is ideal. I had the idea to do something like that before I kind of had um, I, my hours was sort of like an independent label and but we were so young we were making so many mistakes and if, yeah. if we could do it over I think it would be very successful because even though we were young and making a lot of mistakes we were making leeway and we were yeah. locally known like a lot of people knew us around we were on the radio we were doing things but it's just we were so young and just so dumb so yeah it's hard to
1: keep it's hard to keep a group though it's hard because it get so many different personalities you know yeah. egos everything so it's yeah. kind of cool that we all still kind of
0: uh, together yeah i love it i'm always supporting spooky gang anytime i've <laughs> any, you know, been on stage y'all always been supportive of me i think one of my first shows that I, well like one of the early shows that i did out here i saw you in the crowd you gave me one of my best clips to post on my instagram uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, y'all always been love, you know, Yazzie, me and her have done a lot of shows together and I've interviewed her. So it's always been love, man. That's why I I love showing love. And I love the female, you know, artists supporting each other and coming out because I remember, you know, we're the same age. So, you know, I know you can remember a time where it was hardly any female artists at all. And now it's like a galore. So even though, you know. Some of them rap about stuff I don't care nothing about. I still feel appreciative that people are paying attention to women now. Like, that's true. Like, I just feel so appreciative of that because I remember a time where it was like, we just really didn't have anybody for years. It was like you had old school people and you had Lil' Kim. And it was like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then you have here and there like trickle, you know, like yeah, Eve yeah, or whatever, right? but. I grew up on Eve. That's
0: why Violence and Domestic, I wrote that, because it reminded me of Love is Blind. And, you know, oh, yeah, blind. yeah. I love that track. Yeah, that's, my, that's my track. But I, I really appreciate the artistry and the thought process behind the, the album. Like, uh, so far, it's, it's been out, what, a month, two months?
1: It's, uh, what, two months, I think? Yeah, right, because it came out on my birthday, June 15th. So uh-huh. it's, yeah. Like, two months, yeah.
0: Two, yeah. Months, not too long ago. So how do you feel about the feedback you've gotten so far? Being
1: um,
0: it's,
1: I've, I've got a lot of, like, support, like, more than I expected, honestly, because a lot of people knew me, you know, as, like, a blogger, journalist, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. Um, which I obviously invested a lot of time in that because I do want to do more – Um, I want to be more in the back, uh, like, in the background type of thing. I'm not, like, more, like, the spotlight person. I've never been like that. Right. But I love – so I'm doing it because, like you said, the passion – so um, the feedback has been been pretty good. Like I I didn't do too many CDs. I didn't do too many shirts because I was like, I'm just going to test the waters to see how it goes. But I mean, pretty much I sold a lot of the, the merch I got. I still have a little bit left, but um, people have been telling me that they like it. Like you said, it's really positive. Um, uh, I wish I could get a little bit like more, you know, like people listen to it, like at least on the streaming side, because I feel like this project's kind of a little bit slept on. But I think that's how it is for everybody when it's the first project. Yeah, for um, sure. And then I don't really like, I wasn't announcing myself as an artist anyways, either. So a lot of people didn't even know I rapped. Some people were like, oh shit, you can spit. I was like, yeah, <laughs> been doing this <laughs> for a while, you know? Yeah. But other been it's been good.
0: Yeah, I, I I definitely feel the same way with the, uh, you know, the feedback and with it being the first project. I think, you know, once it's a little, you know, we put out more, it'll be, you know, a lot more people behind it because they, they recognize you as an artist now. But
1: before yeah. it's like,
0: oh, you do music? And then it'll be like, oh, yeah, <laughs> music. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like it'll definitely, you know, and then whatever outside opens up, we'll be able to get back on stage. And that'll be so fun. I yeah. Until we do that. But I, I definitely feel like this is a great, solid project. And then you have Pancho produce a lot of beats, huh?
1: Yeah. So uh, Pancho did some Speakeasy, did uh, Floor. And Ooh. then um, one of them, I think I bought it online, like the Walita one. I think that one I had found the beat like a long time ago on YouTube. And then who else did I have? I think that's that's pretty much it that I had on uh, the production. But yeah, like Pancho did his thing and then he actually mixed and mastered it for me. So shout I, out to I, Pancho. I heard a lot of, yeah, right. Shout out to him. Um, a lot of people say that he did a great job, like with my vocals, kind of like oh, yeah. this... stand out.
0: Oh my goodness. So, did he? That's yeah. that I'm gonna say the production on it a one sounds so good,
1: and Thank that's you. why
0: I, I think that's why it was like floor, that floor track. Why that one was so dreamy because it was death. It was so perfect. <laughs> like <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, y'all listen to Floor and listen to like listen to the whole thing. But that's my the my two is the last one, G O M D and Floor I like all of them, but those two is like yo. That, yeah this doesn't
1: tend to be the one favorite is ones, one? ones right thinking,
0: <laughs> lady,
1: was, which one is that one <laughs>
0: that's floor yeah i'm telling you that one there's the one stop playing
1: yeah that, <laughs> yeah, that was a single vibe. too that oh, was a yeah. single so, so it's funny because like um the ep I, I don't even think i was gonna drop it till maybe the end of the year just because um the whole thing before covid um with platform, we were gonna go on tour with like uh, Yazi and Parker and all of them. So we were planning for that. I was like, okay, am I gonna have time to put out a project? But then I think things happen for a reason. I I strongly believe in that. So then COVID sure. hit. COVID hit, and then we're like, shit. So I have time now. So I was like, so it, it's weird because the EP, like I, I had it as a to do list. I, I do to do lists like for the year, at least to keep myself like on track.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: I was like, I can do this now. So Florida I had dropped it as a single. I never even thought it was gonna be in the uh in the EP. I dropped it, I think I wanna say like in March or February. Because I wow. was just gonna drop singles every every month to kinda just at least show people that I can, you know, uh, right. make music. and okay. then um I thought about God of my Destiny because the name it's funny, I don't know if you saw the breakdown of it, but yeah. J. Right. Jaco J- had a song called G.O.M.D. and my Get dumbass off. before I heard the song. Right. Get off my dick. Right. But my dumbass hadn't heard the song first. So I was like, oh, what does it mean? I like got of my destiny. I don't know why that popped in my head. And I, <laughs> I heard the song like, oh, yeah, I thought about that. But uh, <laughs> so then uh, I was like, that name always stuck with me, like got of my destiny. I just liked it. And then um, I decided to name the EP that. So I came up with that, like, back, I think in 2016, and then I just like to because like you said like we're the gods of our own destiny type of thing like mm-hmm. our I believe like in positive thinking you have positive things happen to you if you're negative obviously negative stuff is gonna happen to you like we're like magnetic um, like people are magnetic and you attract what you what you attract you know right so, right I needed that and then Flor was like the first one I was like I think that's gonna fit and then I was like How, what do I want it to be so God of my destiny was like already like off the bat It has to be positive something about me myself. How I grew. So then um Abuelita, I knew I had it add it because that one's already done. And mm-hmm. then Limitless Mind, I wrote that like years ago. Um, right after I, I like let go of my um that career that was holding me back. I had written that poem kind of like to like vent. Wow. And then third eye, third eye I wrote it like three years ago, I think. And, like Yeah, three um yeah, three years, no, two years ago in 2018. And then um, what was the other one? The light, I just wrote this year. G.O.M.D. I just wrote this year and Dios de las Tinebras I just wrote this year. So some of them were old, some of them were new. Wow. I was just going to say, like, how did you determine who made the cut? Being
0: that they were some of them were written so long ago, like you just knew for a fact that one was definitely going to be on there.
1: Yeah, I it just it, it felt like it went with the message because, yeah, there were some that I wanted to add, but I was like, no, it's not even going to fit in here because I had one that it's kind of like horror inspired. But it's also like talking about like, like, again, my ancestors, I use that a lot in my music. So but mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's not going to go with it. So then I'm like, I'll just keep it for another project, you know?
0: Yeah. Everything you did made sense on this thing, man. It, I swear it's so crazy. Oh, man, because it's, it's like the name. You know the background behind your name. You have seven tracks on the project. Like, yeah. <laughs> every, I, I pay attention, man. I'm putting everything together. I like the third eye on the album cover. Like, uh, what what happened? Like, <laughs> where did you come <laughs> from? What planet are you from?
1: I know, right? Yeah, I'm like I'm strategic when it comes to that stuff. So I'm glad that you caught that because only oh like certain that think like that would because. Yeah. Uh, I believe in like numerology too. I got into it because of Lisa yeah. Leftai Lopez when I watched her documentary. So mm-hmm. third eye, I'm like I became obsessed with that shit. Like the life path numbers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So mine is, is ironically is number three, my life path number. So I was like oh, minus four. It. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm into it. I mean we we definitely have a lot of similarities, but yeah that <laughs> that is deep. I was like the detail on her project it matches like because you know on my project i made every song spell rest in peace with the first letter going yeah
1: down. i saw that shit that was dope that was a good idea well, you didn't I, even write the songs right you said you said yeah you i written. didn't
0: write the songs i just wrote that i was like rest in peace and then i was like now i gotta come up with the titles and i gotta write the song <laughs> that's how i did it like i wanted it to spell that so to see yours and how you know, just calculated it is. It's like, man, the women are running this shit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know, guys. You're gonna have to uh, like if all the women really start doing what we're doing, it's gonna be a scary sight. Exactly. This, is, this is rare. This is not something that, and somebody's gonna appreciate it one day. <laughs> like yeah. they, they may not be paying that much attention right now, but one day they're gonna see this shit and they're gonna be like, "Yo, they were doing this back then." You know, <laughs> to the party. I'm telling you, like, uh, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm definitely fan, I'm fangirling on you right now, I, I really love <laughs> everything that you did, how you put it together, your uh, merch package was bomb as hell, I got your magnet on my refrigerator right now, I'm like, shit up, <laughs> God, I got
1: stickers, go, magnets, I got a <laughs>
0: go on. you did it, you did that, yeah, so what's you. next for you, like, what what do you have on the on the agenda? I know you just got on with the platform collection, so obviously we're we're about to see some more things journalism wise.
1: Yeah. Yep. So yeah. So I'm gonna continue with them. Obviously, we're we do like reviews also for like underground, so which I love. Um, and then uh, I'm doing that nightmare cinema on IGTV with them, so I'm gonna continue that. And then my like I said, my podcast for Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue is gonna come back, so I'm gonna uh, mix it up a bit now because I, I am trying to make connections in the horror community. Um, okay. So I'm going to try to get people on that are, um, you know, horror fans, horror collectors. I'm going to try to see if I can get horror directors, maybe like indie films and yeah. then hip hop artists. So definitely have to have you on too, to talk oh, about yeah. your album. Uh, but I'm going to bring that back again so I can uh, interview local artists and then hopefully maybe some mainstream because the platform collection got some connect. So they got to hook it up. And then, um, my um for the music side i've been like i've been super creative because at first like when covid hit i was kind of like a little bit um on like a writer's block Mm -hmm. but then i don't know what happened i got like super inspired so i've actually been writing a lot so right now i'm actually working on the second second ep um which ironically talking about being strategic the back cover of my uh, EP, God of My Destiny, kind of give like gives like a foreshadow of what it's going to be about. So if you, if you got the album, it has like <laughs> the, um, the Mayan temple in the background. Okay. Um, so it's going to be so you'll be kind of like the first one I'm announcing it to, but I'm going to make a, mm-hmm. an official announcement September 16th, which is Mexican Independence Day. So I'm going to be strategic. Um, I'm going to be dropping, hopefully, the EP, maybe... This year, if not next year for sure, it's going to be either on a Mexican or Chicano holiday because I wanted to go with the theme. So Uh the tea is going to be called um, From Chivalba to Aslan. So Chivalba was like kind of like a mythical uh, hell in um, I think Mayan lore. And then Aslan was like the where Mexico was part of like California and all that. So kind of like from uh, from hell to heaven type of thing for me, like going from a negative to again to positive. So that's kind of like my message. I always want to do positivity. Right. Um, But it's going to be all inspired by like my childhood, like growing up being like, you know, Mexican kid. So you'll catch references like of Mexican culture. Um, chicano culture and all that stuff so it's going to be it's still against English and then i'll still continue the spoken word i'll have like a couple spoken word tracks but they'll be related to to mexican and chicano culture
0: man i love it what you're doing is definitely groundbreaking like i like to say about myself you're groundbreaking because nobody's doing what you're doing like obviously, you're in your own world. You're in your own lane. You're creating things from, you know, your own mind. So, yeah. you're, you're the definition of an artist. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate you're it. A true artist. Like you're doing amazing things. You, you know, you inspire people. You put other people in positions to win. You're always encouraging other people. You're supportive. I mean, I don't see how you can lose. Like you're doing a really good job. I'm glad that I got this time to get to know you more because I didn't know how fucking awesome you were. Now I feel like we oh, definitely should be like best friends. Like right? <laughs> it's crazy like how much we have in common. And my birthday's in May. Yours is in June. So we almost had that. But uh oh. are, you are, a a Taurus
1: Taurus? Yeah, are you a Taurus or Gemini? Yeah, we're a Taurus. I'm a Taurus. Are you a Taurus
0: or Gemini? I'm a Gemini. No, okay. Almost. We almost had that. I know. Scary. <laughs> We might be sisters or something. I don't know. We gotta figure this out.
1: What what day (laughs) in May? (laughs) May eighth. Okay. I was gonna say it would have been May fifteenth, it would have been creepy because it would be like a a (laughs) month (laughs) away. (laughs) Creepy like what day? What time? You know, we're in the numbers.
0: I know, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll, <laughs> make it,
1: we'll make it connect somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna make it. We're gonna figure it out. Wait a minute, you were born at five twenty six? Okay, so I was born at eight thirty six. So <laughs> I love it. Well, I definitely appreciate you for your time. You know, like this was an incredible interview. I feel like I very, I really got to know you good. You know, it's been just an honor. <laughs>
1: For, for bringing me on and allowing me to like share uh you know my ep and like uh, kind of talk about myself because i don't really get to do that a lot i'm always on the other side <laughs> yeah so i know right cool. it's kind of cool to like be able to like talk uh a little about myself and then kind of get to know you as well a little bit
0: so yeah, we'll definitely
1: I like, do it again too with with your project
0: like, yeah, for sure i like to you know sit down and get to know each other and that's why I named the Get to Know Me podcast, because I feel like they're getting to know me, but they're also getting to know people that I'm getting to know, and we're all getting to know yeah. each other.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so it's that's pretty to know. dope.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> but what's, uh, where can we find you? I want to make sure that they know where to find you, where to find the EP. I'm going to have everything in the description, but you let them know where they can find you, what's your IG handle
1: sure so for my ig it's at seven october so the number seven octobers but with an z at the end instead of an s say so it's pretty much uh for all my social media and then for my website my blog that i have for hip-hop and horror seven october same spelling dot um, com and yeah and then you can find me at, at platform collection uh if you want to catch my show nightmare on uh nightmare cinema with seven October's is on there on IGTV and then any other shows shout out to all the platform collection. There's like, uh, so many shows you guys can see, even if you don't like horror, there's like hip hop poetry. My sister runs a poetry one. So, um, shout out to her, Meli. She runs poetic justice on there. So yeah, that's where you guys can catch me
0: for sure. And
1: I'll make sure I have everything
0: tagged in the description, but I definitely appreciate it. I'm going to end it with one of your songs too. So uh, you just have to pay it. You have to listen back so you can know what song I ended it with, because you're okay. not gonna know. <laughs> All right. But yes, I thank you so much again for your time, Miss Gabby. Seven October, spooky game. Yeah, <laughs> You know, y'all go, make sure y'all go and stream that. God of my destiny. It's you know, it's it's actually only twenty minutes long, but you know, yeah. I'm dying to hear more. So it was perfect. I think uh, whenever you do the next one, I'm going to be so antsy. I can't wait. You know, like, thank you for this project. It was really good. I enjoyed it. And I'm going to definitely make sure that, um, you know, I keep telling people to stream it and I'll keep streaming it. And you keep doing you. Thank you. Thank you for the support and for having me on here. For sure. You take care. Be safe. All right. You too. Peace. All right. Peace. I know. I know. Right? Amazing artist. Incredible. Right? Crazy interview. I know. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you again, Seven Octobers, for joining me on the podcast. It was really, really great talking to you and getting to know you. I learned so much about you and just really feel like, dang, like I can be friends with you. Like we can hang. (laughs) Uh, You're good people. And I just hope for the best for you. And, you know, congrats on your project and all the big things that you got, you know, coming, all your future endeavors and everything that you got going on. We support you at the Get to Know Me podcast, and you're welcome to come back anytime. Uh, We would love to get to know more and follow up, see how everything's been, especially with the platform collection. Hopefully, I get to come on, and we get to do some interviews. And, you know, I like to do it, you know, tit for tat. Let's do it back. Let's do it back. I love it. But it's been great, man. The energy's been great. Hopefully, y'all are loving the tunes. It's only letting me do samples, not the full track, but either way. I feel like that's great because y'all need to go and stream her project, stream the whole thing. It's only 20 minutes long, seven tracks, seven Octobers. You feel me? Go represent. Go run it up. Stream it. It ain't going to take you long to support. It's free. It's free to support. All you got to do is find her online. She's everywhere. So make sure y'all support. Big love. Big love, Gabby. Big love. And just like that, you know what I'm saying? We're going to keep it moving. I just wanted to make sure that I gave her the proper respect, the proper space. Because, man, talent is inevitable. The talent is there. So thank you again for joining me. But right now we're going to kick it with another song, and then I'll come up and wrap it up for y'all, all all right? Another song by 7 Octobers. Here we go with, uh, let's see, this one I cannot pronounce, but I remember what she said. I remember what she told me. I do not forget what people tell me. Um... God, goddess of something. If you listen to the interview, you heard it. Goddess of something is what it stands for. But we're going to go ahead and get into it because that's a cool song. Goddess of, let's see, I got to roll down. Goddess of darkness. I told y'all I was taking notes in my interview. I don't know how y'all do it. I don't know how y'all do it but yeah goddess of darkness um we're gonna go ahead and get into this one produced by puncho yeah that's dope right there i love that the female artists are really like teaming together coming out from all areas of the world no matter what they rapping about you know rap about whatever you want to rap about be free be your own artist we all gonna have our own opinion about what's real music and what's not and what's mumble rap and all that but I love it, man. (laughs) Like we were saying, we grew up, you know, when it was only like Lil' Kim and nobody else for a long time. You had other people here and there, you know, Eve and all those other different people here and there speckled, you know. But for the most part, like consistently and, you know, as far as respectfully, it was just Lil' Kim for a long, 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 long time. And like in my mind, it probably was (laughs) in reality probably like five years, 10 years, I don't know, uh, maybe longer. But it just was a long period of time where it was just nothing but Lil' Kim, you know, like even we really didn't hear no music from a lot of people. It was like a little bit of music from other artists, but like I'm saying, like with a, with a big following and the big support, it was just Lil' Kim. So to see all of these different women from all angles, even the LGBTQ artists, you know, the gay guys got their own rappers and representation. I'm with it, man. I always be on here saying, you can't really critique art. Audio is different. Sometimes I'm listening to audio, and I'm like, this is trash. Like, if y'all haven't heard Soldier Boy slide, go listen to the song or go watch the video better yet. To me, that's like, how did you, how did we get here, Soldier Boy? You were Soldier Boy. People don't, they don't remember because they didn't grow up in this hip-hop shit. This dude was Soldier Boy, man. <laughs> Now, I don't know, he's Big Draco or somebody. No disrespect, Soldier Boy, I love you, but what the fuck is that slide video? If y'all can just go look at it. Go look at it. Before you judge me for what I'm saying about Soldier Boy, you take your ass and you go look at it. Okay? It's not right what he's doing out here. Oh my god. It's just not good music, man. The video is trash. The song is garbage poo poo. Okay? And I grew up off that young man. I support that young man. I I used to love that young man, man. I I used to, yo, come on. It's a letdown. So shout out to the female artists, man. We really are doing some incredible things. This girl right here, 7 October's got the poems and the rapping, spoken word. Like who doing this? Dual languages. If somebody doing this, y'all really gotta show me because I ain't seen it now. I ain't disrespecting nobody, but whoa. Things are cracking over here. Next song I wanted to play is... Let's see. Let's see the light. I like the light because that shit's smooth. Let's smooth it out. Man, when I tell you that thing's silky smooth, ooh Dang, I'm about to roll up to that and I'm going to have to run that back whenever I get offline with y'all. That song right there smooth as butter, baby. I love that damn song. Damn, bro. I like different artists, man. Different music and shit, dog. Like this is what I live for. She got this Third Eye track. Uh she was explaining to me whenever she really started to get into her culture and really started to explore herself, she started to get into the Third Eye. And you know, similar with me getting into the African tradition, start exploring different things and you know, opening up them chakras, different stuff, man. But this is more spoken word. I like this because it seems like she's talking some shit, boss talk. Like, y'all gonna know who I am, you ain't gonna tell me who I am. I'm gonna let you know who I am, you feel me, before anything. So I love this, y'all, you know what I'm saying, y'all gotta, y'all gotta have that self-love, sometimes self-love come off arrogant, narcissist, or whatever y'all wanna try to say, but nah, self-love is self-love, a lot of people don't have it, so they like, ooh, why are you liking yourself so much, that's not cool, you like yourself, I don't like myself, why do you like yourself? So yeah, sometimes you have to just be like, yo, chill, that's a you problem. You need to get like me. Cause me, I'm a boss, I'm a businesswoman, I do this, I do that, I'm elevation, I'm all that, you feel me? I I like this on Third Eye. It's it's more spoken word than a song, like, you know, something to dance to. It's more like, Hey, just sit down, let me explain to you who I am so you can have some respect on my name the next time you see me. So that's what it is. Third eye, seven Octobers. An introvert with a sense of humor. That's me. I swear I'm a comedian sometimes. But hopefully y'all love you know, this interview uh, with 7 Octobers, man. Though Hopefully it just challenged you to step your game up. <laughs> you thought you was creative. <laughs> you thought you were creative. This girl out here with the spoken word, the rap, dual languages. Player, step your game up. You feel me? If you thought you were talented, you have no idea. Step your game up. All right, big love <laughs> always. But before I end it out, cause I already know she—I'm pretty sure she knew I was gonna end it out with this song, cause it's my favorite. But before I end it out, before I end out the project, I just want to say, you know, incredible project, very quick to the point um it just flows so well it's it's innocent and it's versatile and I don't know it is not like it's not like uh anything you've heard before especially me you know for myself maybe you heard something I don't know I can't say what you've heard but it's not mainstream, it's not everywhere, it's rare, it's limited, it's only a certain people would really get it and understand it, so I think that's what makes it such a big deal to me, because this is just her first official EP, you know, telling what's to come and how much more she'll blossom, obviously she's, you know, taking this very serious, she deep in the game, she plugged in with the right people, That'll lead her in the right direction. So I have no doubts that 7 Octobers, a.k.a. Gabby, Gabby, a.k.a. 7 Octobers, however you want to put (laughs) It's going to be super successful, man, especially in this industry. Uh, Got a good heart, man. Just good people. I loved it. I enjoyed the interview, the project. I still listen to it. You know, I got the shirt. I I got the whole package. Y'all ain't like me. I got the magnet on my refrigerator and some more shit. If you want a package and you live in San Diego, I think she has a few, you know, merch package. I think she has a few more. But, man, I love it. I love the just the how much effort you put into it and how clean it is. It sounds amazing. Sound, you know, shout out to Pancho. Uh The production is incredible. It's just good, man. Simple. Straight to the point. Seven tracks. It ain't going to take y'all nothing but 20 minutes to run through it. But make sure you really soak it up. Even if you don't know Spanish, soak it up. Give, a, give her your time. Give her the floor. Uh, I have fun, you know, getting to know you and, and being a part of, you know, just celebrating you. You know, I, I have a hard copy of your CD. I got a T-shirt. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm with you, man. So whatever you need for me, it's all there. Shout out to Spooky Gang and everybody else. Um, your platform collection, Sedgwick, um, What is it? The Sedgwick Avenue (laughs) Nightmare on Sedgwick Avenue. I I draw a blank real quick. Sorry, but yeah, everything you're doing, Gab. Like everything you're doing, I really salute. Pure from my heart, I mean it. I salute it and I respect it and I support it. And you keep doing you, man. I'm gonna end this interview. uh, I'm gonna end this episode of the interview out with a fraud, which means flower. Um, the hook is great. It's Spanish, it's Spanish English type of track. Um, she says she wrote the hook in five minutes. <laughs> That's what I noticed whenever I went through your uh, your videos. She got a couple of videos on her Instagram where she breaking down each song. So if that'll help you guys, make sure you go on her Instagram, Seven October's with a Z, and you'll find all her breakdown videos on her IGTV. But that's one thing that popped out when I was watching that. She was like, oh, I wrote it the hook in like five minutes. <laughs> and then just the, you know, the background of the song uh, with, you know, being in between jobs. And she was kind of depressed and all of that stuff. Like, I just soaked all of that up. And it's like so many different things that we had in common. So you, you look at people and you, like, are inspired by them. And people be looking at you and inspired by you. But you don't never realize that you an inspiration You as an inspiration can still be inspired or you, an inspiration, can, you know, be an inspiration to somebody else on a way bigger level than what you think or what you ever could consume in your mind. Because some people, you know, we're all influencing each other, but some people really, um, they don't believe that they can do certain things. So you see it in somebody else and you're like, wow, let me go give life a shot. Or you see something similar in somebody and you're like, wow, like... (laughs) is somebody else out here in the world like me? Like, really? I'm not crazy. I'm not a geek or, (laughs) you know, it's just cool, you know, to see somebody really passionate about what they do, uh, self-love promoting positivity through her music. Like, man, this is what it is. So, uh, man, maybe in the future we'll be opening up some shows together because our music is similar when it comes to promoting positivity and stuff. Sound like a tour to me. I'm with it, but Yeah, we're going to end it out right here with uh, my favorite song on the project, Floyd. I don't know if it's my favorite because The Light is my favorite too. So they'll have to do a a song versus song battle off so I can really know. But yeah, we're going to end it with Floyd. Y'all be safe. Remember to keep promoting that love, peace, positivity. I'll have all of her information in the description. So make sure you go and support her. And follow up with me. I'll probably come back on uh, Wednesday instead of Saturday of next week, to give y'all a follow-up on the uh, beat battle for this Sunday. Or maybe I'll go live Sunday after the battle. I don't know. Just follow my Instagram, G2KM underscore podcast, and keep up with me. Also, on um, Twitter, I believe my page is still up, (laughs) G2KMP. So find me on there. Find me everywhere. Just Google Get to Know Me podcast and look for my big head in the bubble, and I'm pretty sure you'll be able to find everything, all my links, but I'm going to have her information in the description, please make sure you go stream her project after this podcast episode, go follow her on all social media, show love, and let her know Busy Bad Boy sent you, if anything, but yeah, big love to everybody, and I'm out Busy Bad Boy, peace!